When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. It is the uh, Pat and JT show live on Facebook, YouTube, and also on Twitter. And did you guys hear while while we were doing a little countdown there, like a little weird, like a little weird? Oh, I'm gonna unmute you guys. Hold on, I'd unmute Johnny's mic because it sounded like he was in the forest, and then. Like a little weird little noise, like a screenshot noise. Okay, good. Because I had to take a screenshot of the green room of our little online thingy here because with John's hat and everybody drinking coffee, it was just a clown show. So that may be the episode art for today. I was just thinking as the intro was playing, I'm like, okay, this is, it's been three years, over three years we've been doing this podcast. When does season three start? I don't know. Actually, that's funny. I thought about that the other day thinking I should just pull that out (laughs) and just, just whatever. Yeah, we've been season two since late 2019. Why change it? It's like a high school TV show where you're in ninth grade for four seasons. (laughs) Yes, right. Yes, but meanwhile they went from 14 to 18, and you could tell. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) Speaking of 14 to 18, what's with the feather, dude? Oh, this is a peacock feather. It's a peacock wing feather. Homegrown. It is. I found it on the ground and stuck it in my hat and it just finds its position like throughout whatever I wear it. And I just, wherever it is, I just let it be because that's where it's supposed to be. I think it, I, I think it's, it, it probably should be going like, like to signify forward motion. Maybe the, the feather should Remember be. Remember I told you I cannot do things in a mirror, like opposite. I don't know. I know that's a syndrome. Like you I try to be able to, hair. if you go into your settings for your camera, you can set yeah. it to mirror your picture so it looks like when you look in the mirror no i can't do that why because i do everything the opposite so if i go to comb my hair in the mirror i think i'm doing it like this but i'm doing it like this what and i and and i don't know left and right sometimes so i have to write my uh name in the air real fast so i know which wow that's crazy i always get people to say you mean your other right oh yeah yeah my other right so i have a other right that that my left and right, I had trouble with that only because my second grade teacher kept trying to make me write with my right hand. I'm sick because you're a lot, you're a southpaw. Yes, and that screwed me up for a while. I think a lot and of like, a lot of left-handed people our age, um, it's uh, they they can use both hands easier because a lot of people got forced or attempted. People have tried to force us to be right-handed, so I can do a lot of things right-handed. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, I'll tweet you, uh, John. <laughs> So the things I can happened. do with my right hand by Pat <laughs> Wow, that'd be a bestseller. It's a short list. <laughs> okay, so my right get, hand, my best friend. I, I got to ask you guys something on this kind of line of questioning. Um, so I, I get up this morning. I get up the, this morning and I'm watching the news. Okay, and they were talking about it was on Channel Seven. They were talking about this youth uh, baseball tournament that's been in town apparently for 20 years, and I had never heard of it. Called the Slump Buster tournament it, it yeah. is not called that i swear 
to God. It's called the slump. But I've asked that people around the office. I, I Googled it. It's been around for 20 years. And I sat, I literally sat up on my couch and said, uh, it's what? I thought it was a joke. And I thought, oh my God, somebody slid one past the news team. And I looked at it. It's a, called the Slump Buster Tournament. Did they not focus group this name? I mean, they should have. And not one parent's ever stepped. Apparently not. Because it's a big said, deal. Uh, uh, guys. Yeah. Wow. John, you don't know what a slump, yes, slump buster is? Okay, I'll, I'll try to describe it as uh, so I don't get canceled. So I was this many years old when I learned what I am. You know, I thought a slump buster is like when you're like in a batting hitting slump and then you hit the ball and no, no, a slump no. buster is it when you haven't had uh, well, gone to the park way. in a long time and then you well, no, I mean that's kind of it. That, but but I, the way I, where I heard the term slump buster is when I was uh, worked for the Royals and they would talk about if they were in a slump, batting slump, hitting what a couple errors, yeah, right. they would go out to right. the bar. And mm -hmm. um, find a slump buster. It would be. Uh, oh no! I change the or change the. Yes, and, and no it's lowering your up. lowering your standards a little bit just to yeah. bust oh, the slump. Well, the first thing that shows up for slump buster on the Google machine is Omaha yeah. slump buster. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and then right. Uh, um, I knew her. Oh my God! If you go to the third, if you go to the, the third. I know. Uh, I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> that's what it is. I have to take a screenshot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, and I felt bad. I, I really did. I felt bad when I, because I'm like, obviously this is an established thing and no one apparently. Wow. Yeah. Nobody's Googled it, right? Apparently. Uh, apparently not. Apparently not. Wow. I'm having some camera issues, so ne never mind me here. That's okay. Um, We're just over here talking, <laughs> us talking about a slump buster with a guy with a peacock feather in his hat. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, like, I, oh, that's like hideous. Mm -hmm. Well, that's also part of the slump buster. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know. So, anyhow. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, my God. And I just want to throw out there, too, real quick. Uh, Jillian just popped up, piped up, and said, oh, my God. Or, oh, my stars. I haven't heard go to the park. For so long, classic Pat and JT. Right? I haven't either. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. Oh my god! Hey, hey Johnny Parkville. Yes, right. Right. That's right. By the way, Johnny, happy belated birthday. Thank you. Yep, Flag Day. That was my grandma's birthday. I think I've told you that every year yes. since I've known you. Um, right. <laughs> yep. I I didn't get my flag yet. I have to replace it because it's always like you know. This time of year, the flag is like, I'm ready to be retired. It's yes. especially all this wind we've had this spring. Holy cow. My what? poor little Man. flag is in tatters. I didn't realize how bad it was. I, a couple of friends out by Murdoch, uh -huh. they had like that hundred over 100 mile an hour straight line winds, I guess, said the night when we had loud storms here. Yeah. But it's been bonkers. crazy. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. What'd you do for your birthday? Um, let's see here. What do we do? Well, um, gosh, what do we do? We did something. <laughs> you know what? When you get this old, like you just got, you, you know, like, right. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like three days ago. <laughs> Didn't you go do something like on Saturday or Sunday? You went dancing. What's that? Didn't you go do something like on Saturday or Sunday? Like Sunday, we had, we had a little, a little shindig. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was, yeah. 
Oh my God. Were, were we going to have John tell another one of his stories? Because it's been well, a few we were, weeks. I don't remember. Yeah. Weeks, it was three weeks ago. We were talking about boot camp. Oh, oh my gosh. You know what? It's it was, five months. So it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's, we're right smack dab in the middle of Pride Month. So are you ready to, for me to launch into it now? Absolutely. That's it. We, okay. Just to kind of, if somebody isn't familiar with you, you yeah. grew just like kind of start with, I mean, you grew up in Omaha. You know, your yep. dad was a teacher and, um, yep. just kind of stuff like that. But then, so my, you, so yeah. kind of a few steps back. So my grandfather was a chief warrant officer for in the army. Um, he, uh, jumped on D day. Um, and they, I don't know if the winds or something, but three of them got pushed behind enemy lines and were dropped into enemy territory. They were lost for 17 days. They traveled at night, slept during the day. And I have the photo of, um, when they were found and they had beards and like wow. that swamp foot and the whole thing. So, uh, my, so my grandfather was in the army and you know, fought in World War II. And, and then my dad was air force and he was in Vietnam and he uh, lied about his age. He was 17 when he joined. Um, wow. and one of his jobs was to hand out cigarettes and, and that's how he ended up getting addicted to them. And that's what took him out, which, you know, still pisses me off. Um, but he was in the military for 12 years and then uh, decided he wanted to be a school teacher. And so he went to school part-time and then eventually uh, got to the point where it was ready to uh, student teach. So he dropped out of the military. Uh, so hold on, a little side note. Somebody, somebody's got a little echo on their mic. I can hear a little echo. Maybe jo Johnny, your speakers might be up a little yeah. loud or something. Maybe. I, have I, I can hear an echo when when we talk. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's. <laughs> I just want your peacock oh, feather to closer to the camera. He looks like right now. He looks like a chicken getting ready to peck on the. He does. He's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Screen grab that. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> Screen grabbing like the whole show. I didn't Rod. have to screen grab because you froze. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so my so dad was in the Vietnam uh, in Vietnam military, got out, and then became a school teacher. It was uh, out in the middle school district forever. Lots of people um, had my dad as a teacher, and then he was a tennis coach. He was the uh, first tennis coach at Millard North, and was there for gosh thirty something years. Um, had uh, put in his retirement papers, and then was diagnosed with stage four uh, small cell lung cancer, and lasted about. Uh, 18 months, you know, after that. But anyway, so I have military uh, family background. So I was in school for a couple years and uh, had uh, left college um, and kind of floundered for about a year and then realized, you know, I needed to get myself back on track. So I joined the military. Nobody saw it coming, including me. <laughs> and um so I joined the Air Force and I was, I had to be, I think I was 21. I think, I think I was 21, if I remember right. Um, and, um, and so uh, I had just kind of come out a little bit locally, you know, it's just kind of what you did back in, you know, this would have been 1986 when I signed up. So I went to boot camp in 1987. Um and so it was very much like, you know, I've always joked that pride back in 1986 was 12 gay guys and an angry lesbian. <laughs> That's right. Um, I remember that. <laughs> you know, we'd march around the block one time and then <laughs> and then go have go. Lunch, and then go have brunch. Um, <sighs> you know, <laughs> like, yay, pride. Um, 
of course we were like in street clothes like nobody even knew we were marching it was just like 12 gay guys and a lesbian walking around the block just like it was more like it was more like a walking tour yeah it's like, it's bride. <laughs> <laughs> bride. That's awesome. oh my god so then <clears throat> so anyway so i had this little group of friends and um so i joined the military told them i joined the military and you know, of course, they were all like shocked and everything. And so they threw me a going away party to the military. And so my full intention was to go to the party, you know, get home at a decent time and prepare myself for boot camp, you know, and, and have everything, you know, ready to go. And so, well, that didn't happen. Um, it was just like, we were drinking and partying. And so I was wearing um, a little cut off sleeve, like I had taken a, a flannel shirt and cut off the sleeves and it was like pink and maroon and it was very, very, um, gay and had little, <laughs> like little fringe around the, you know, where it was cut. It was, you know, real, real cute. And I had a pair of maroon 501 jeans on with little gray half boots that zipped up on the side and oh my gosh and the jeans were kind of rolled up a little bit at the at the end and they had a little well, they gray had to belt. Be. It was, yeah yeah it was and 1986 little, they had to be yeah exactly and then a little gray belt one of those little thin belts that was like you know to mm -hmm. like tie off the whole thing and i had a little straw uh cowboy hat um to go along you know to complete the entire the outfit yeah <laughs> so i realize now it's getting into the wee hours of the morning and I don't have time to go home till I pack my stuff. So I literally have to go to the airport in my outfit because I don't have time and I can't miss my flight because I'm going to be going to boot camp. So what they mm -hmm. did is boot camp didn't officially start till Monday, but they got us for an extra three days because they flew us in on Friday. And so when I get there, um, you know, get on the plane and first thing they take you to the, uh, to uh, Lackland Air Force Base and boot camp is on. Like, it's like the real deal. Like everything you see in um, on TV and in movies is 100% true. I always think of Officer and a Gentleman. When right. He first showed, right. And and yelling at each other. And then they show him at the end of the movie when he's leaving, yeah. he sees the new recruits coming in and they yell the same right. crap at all the same, right? Yeah. Right. Except for me, I was thinking more Private Benjamin. So, <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> so, so That's I was what we're in, hoping for. I was in Private Benjamin mode, <laughs> not <laughs> Officer in a <laughs> No Saving Private Ryan or Saving Ryan's parts or whatever. Um, it is. Can I just I just want to show you right now. Carmen just said that would still be a cute outfit today. It would be. Thank you very much. <laughs> I might have to recreate it. Um, and it was shaving Ryan's privates is what it was called. That movie, the adult, the adult <laughs> film. Yeah. Right. Right. So You've we get there and I'm, I, years. I am in full Goldie Hawn mode. I mean, <laughs> I'm like going to boot camp. It's going to be fun. And, and so I get there. It's going to be fun. They are screaming at us, like screaming in our face. Like they hate us. Like, bulging veins and eyes and spittle and like everything and you know they're calling you names and you're like you can't like think twice i mean you're like going from like trepidation to terror in like one second and even with my my boots you know i'm i was never a tall guy 
So they get us in line and they're there and there. And I'm in my little sassy outfit. <laughs> right there quaking in my little gray half boots. And so they've got us all lined up and I'm just like, you know, like, you know going in. <laughs> so they bring us into our barracks. Oh, and um, and so they bring us into – hold on. I got to show you this real quick. You're, Pedro, are you are you showing off back there? there hey, so oh, that's actually probably what John looked like in uh, at boot camp when he showed up. He's like, this is exactly what it yeah, was. What Dad looked like. like. Was, it like this, John? Uh-huh. was were you like this? And I'm like, yes, yep. Pedro. It's what I was. Just like that. That's so exactly. We get there and they put us in these lines, and then they, you have a number on your locker, and they want you to put your nose on your locker. But I'm too short. I cannot reach. And and tall guys, their nose is like right up against the the locker, so they're fine. And I'm in my little half boots. Mm-hmm. You know, perky little butt and like trying to just reach up there and like touch it. And I can't. And they're like in my face screaming, touch, touch the number, touch the number. Ah. I'm like, I can't, sir. I can't touch the number. I'm, just, I'm like just a hot mess. I'm like, you know, oh, hey, mom. I'm like. And I'm just in this gayest outfit. I'm like, what have I done? I'm like, I'm like, this isn't fun. The yacht and the fun planes that I get to ride in. Like, when does that part happen? The recruiter lied. The recruiter lied lied to me. So I got revenge. So get settled in. We do like the whole thing, and then and so I'm like, well. I'm going to make like this, like fun. And and so I decided to play pranks on people. And so, so we had to be guard duty and you had to like guard the d- door. It's just basically guard the dorm door. And you couldn't, you were given orders that nobody could come in. And then even, and so they would come and, you know, officers and they would scream on your officer, you know, and if you let them in, you would be in big old trouble because essentially you just now killed your, your squadron. So I was the, the, on guard duty and of course now nah, nah, let me in let me in i'm just like no not happening <laughs> not coming in don't have the password sorry <laughs> like i'm like nope not happening and so we got through like all that and then like within the first week we're we're marching and now we're in our little outfits and like you know and i'm like looking good my head shaved i'm in my you know in my fatigues and we're marching well i was at the end of the line and we're marching and this drill sergeant, hand to God, gets up behind me. He says, what did he say? Um, is, did he call me boy? What was the word he used? Yeah, boy. I think he said boy. He come up by and said, boy, if you don't get that sugar out of your tank. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, inside I was like, well, thank you. <laughs> I forgot about noticing. sugar. Thanks I for forgot noticing. about that. That's funny. He did scream at me. If you don't get that sugar out of your tank. Oh, my God. I can and only inside, imagine that you're a little I'm writing my friends, and I'm telling them all oh. of this stuff. I wish they had the letters to this day. I'm like, because I my letters, you know, because you know, I didn't think anybody would, you know, read them. I, I mean, it was probably like prison where they did read all your letters. But I was like... You're not going to believe all this stuff that happened and told, you know, relayed the story about getting the sugar out of my tank. Well, one night we were there and I was on guard duty and um, there was this kid that would snore. So I would take toilet paper and roll them into like little joints and I would shove them up his nose. <laughs> he would stop snoring mm-hmm. and then his mouth would open and he would breathe normal. And this kid never Smart. knew who was like shoving 
like toilet paper cigarettes up his nose to, but everybody was like, <laughs> wise move, whoever that was. Well, on one of those little reconnaissance uh, uh, journeys of stuffing toilet paper in his nose, I decided to take my Sharpie and color the tips of everybody's noses black. Oh my God. So when they were sleeping, I went up to entire row because they were in four. So your bunks were in four groups. I think there were maybe 32 of us in there. I can't remember something like that, but there was probably six to eight people. I went and just drew a black Sharpie on the end of an entire row of, of soldiers. So when Reverie, Reverie comes, you know, do, 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 do all that stuff. It's like 4 30 in the morning. You can't even think. And you basically have your clothes so you can jump into them. Like you have like four minutes from the time it goes to be in line and in formation. So I get you there. gonna brush your teeth? Oh, nothing. Like you Ooh. just like go. Yeah. Like you brush them after breakfast. And so you're like jumping in line and we get out there and this entire row has black dots and these these drill sergeants lost their ever love in mind. I mean, and then I was scared because mm -hmm. yeah. and, and they were trying to get like, who did it? Like cough it up. Like, and so we were at like marching, we were doing push-ups. Like we were an, I never said a did word. Did you sing? Oh, you didn't. Good. No, you would have been done. We, we left the base and on the way to go to our graduate schools, I fessed up all the pranks. So that was, like that was one of them. And my last big one I did was there were two guys. One guy was like probably six, four. And the other guy was like Filipino and he was like five, four. And I switched their clothes the very last. <laughs> That's genius. I switched their clothes. <laughs> so the okay. So can I just say something real quick? I'm just having, now I'm seeing visions of a few good men. Um, uh -huh. and, <laughs> and you're lucky you're alive. Did you order the code red, John? Lucky. Oh, wait, I forgot another one. My bunkmate next to me, I sewed his sock to the sheet. Because you would wear <laughs> your socks to bed. I sewed the sock so when he got up in the morning and put his pants on, his sheet was sewed to the tip of his sock. Because you had little sewing kits in case like something <laughs> got you know, torn. Yeah. And so he gets up and he tries to put his pants on and his sheet is like sticking out of the bottom. Like it's like got halfway up before he realized and he couldn't figure out. And he was like, you know, all the cussing, he's like taking it off. So he's out there in, you know, two boots and one sock because he can't find his other sock because his sock is so did too. You, <laughs> did you did ever you do ever, anything? Did anybody, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, did anybody ever do anything back to you? No, because nobody knew it was me. So we were on the bus. So anyway, so when the guy switched clothes, so the tall guy, he can't get him past his knees. And the Filipino guy pulls him up and they're like around his chest. But he's so sleep deprived. He's buckling. But then when he puts the shirt on, the sleeves are hanging out of the side. And the other guy can't get his pants up. But your brain is not computing because now we've been doing this for six weeks. This was the last night. We were there that I did this. And then they figured out their clothes were switched and they and they were scrambling oh. around. So we were on the bus on the way to be taken to our different uh, places. And I uh, and people were like just reminiscing and they were like, you know, who do you think it was? And then finally I was like, I did it. I did it. Like, a, like a legend. Did you say to, you say to Nobody mom? knew it was me. Like not, I was never even on the radar. I, okay, it, when you did the black thing on the nose. Yeah. Did everybody notice you were the only one that didn't have black on your nose? No, there were four rows. So I did an entire row. So oh, three of the wondering. rows did not have. Oh, okay. 
And so you had Sharpies because you had to write your name in your underwear. You had to like, you marked your t-shirts, your underwear, everything like would have your last name in it. So then when they threw all the clothes in the washer, you would just, oh, Carol, Carol, you know, Smith, you know, whatever. Did you ever do anything to yourself to kind of throw anybody off the track if they had thought oh, it was you? No. Okay. No, no. <laughs> of course no, not. No. Of course not. No. Yeah. <laughs> all of that is 1,000 million percent true. Like I did every single one of those things. But the worst part of the boot camp was that first weekend when we got there and I was in that god awful outfit for three days. And <laughs> that's like, right. That's just in case in case people breezed over that because you got there on and Friday. You had no other clothes. We didn't get the teach until they- Monday. So I was marching around Lackland Air Force Base for three days in that little outfit. Like, I don't know how they didn't throw me out initially because there was no don't don't ask, don't tell. I'm sure they all had my number like tag that I showed up on my little disco outfit. Why don't you? Because even if they they didn't have to ask, you didn't have to tell. Like no. you're, you're close at everything. They told me to get the sugar out of my tank. I mean, <laughs> I, like, you know, he knew. But what happened is when we got there, you, you finally got to shave Monday morning, but you had literally five minutes to like S, S and S. And we got in there and this kid just was panicking and he just took this huge chunk off of his, the top of his lip and he oh. came in literally like he's got like a water toilet paper and we're sitting basically on tile floor indian style there's no chairs like you're sitting on the floor for the like these three days and cleaning bathrooms and doing you know they're just breaking you down so this poor kid and it got infected and like half his face like oh. all blew up and he got medically discharged out. He was like gone. Oh, that's rough. Poor kid. I know because he had a horrible shaving accident. Oh. He got kicked out of the military. So and how embarrassing. My to- little like my, my little gay ass and my little <laughs> like forever disco. <laughs> He's ended up being, he has- I got selected as the leader. I was the red rope within three weeks. I was marching. 800 people to and from our classes in your advanced training mm-hmm. within two weeks. I, I went from green rope. I was green rope for like um, like a week. I was a yellow rope for three days and I was red rope for the rest of the time. And so I was marching 800 people in front of generals during these parades that you would do. And we won three weeks in a row because there's some rhythm in there, girl. <laughs> I was going to say, was there sugar in the tank? Oh, yeah. When, there- we would, when we get off away from the campus, we were doing these slide steps because there's gravel and we did all this stuff. And I, I did get called in the office because um, somebody heard us doing it, but we were almost doing like the electric slide, but like that is awesome people. And it was like these step, 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 almost like little steppers. And we Again, would come up like with the these movie. little arches, but only in a small zone because you had to be far away from base, but not too close to where the graduate was. So yeah. essentially we had to walk through like a neighborhood. So you had like a half a mile and then we would like play and like do these like step things and then everybody would just riff off each other and then somebody told on us oh. so it was private benjamin it was a hundred percent for a little private bit God, it was funny. i forgot about all that stuff <laughs> yeah and that's, <laughs> that's my air force story okay now let me let me go back here because you mentioned about the letters that you wrote home to everybody yeah, and hoping that somebody has them somewhere um just a real quick short story that really that's the only thing that ha- it relates to yours is that just the other day my mom brought me more of my crap that they don't want to store anymore and so <laughs> she brought me uh a couple there was a letter jacket there was my mm-hmm. my high school cheerleading coat there was my ffa jacket from high school uh, um and a couple other things and in one of the pockets i found a letter that was written to me by one of my girlfriends and it was you know how they would fold them up in a square 
and yes. then tuck it in on the side. Uh-huh. I, actually, I should have it here, but it's, it's, it's on the counter. Um, and I opened it up and read it and it's hilarious. I mean, it, but she wrote, it had to have been when I was in like a junior or senior. I think I'm not going to read it on air. No, I'm not going to read it <laughs> uh, because it would embarrass her part of it. And okay. I don't want to do that to her. But oh, I would just love to hear what like little ninth grade JT okay. had to say. Oh but my god, she, she was writing to me because Can you read like a she, paragraph at least. I'll give I'll give you the gist. The gist. Uh, the the impetus for okay. the le- the letter because we'll leave the embarrassing stuff out. But the impetus was that she thought I was mad at her um, because mm-hmm. <laughs> talking to her. And so she she said she was writing to say she was sorry for the way she'd been acting herself because she had thought that I was kind of blowing her off. And she said that she realized. And so she decided she was going to blow me off, but I didn't notice. And so <laughs> and so she was. And so she, she was like, so I thought I was going to blow you off and just not not pay attention, but you didn't notice. And so I realized how childish I was being. Oh, and so, poor girl. Do you like, like me? Yes or no? I was like, how awful she was trying to she was trying to make me jealous or mad or or feel and I didn't even notice she was doing it, I guess. I feel That's bad. awesome. Oh, that is awesome. That's how cool you were. Yeah. <laughs> or unaware. Same. <laughs> unaware. But anyway, yeah, I just found that note. So you never know when one of those letters God, might pop I hope, up. I hope one does. Because it was like really like the only thing you could, you know could do, and and so it was like an outlet, you know, to write. Li- and and then uh, there would be letters back, but I don't have them anymore. But oh yeah, there's there's some other military stories that might not be appropriate for for These for this. Maybe before we'll have- we go, real quick, I want to mm-hmm. run through the yeah. comments. Can you guys all see the comments on the side there, John? Uh-huh. Up at no, the top, wait, on the wait. top right. Oh no, let me click it. Hold on. Click on comments and roll through. There's some people. Oh, there they are. They've got some things to say to you, and some people are looking for a goat vet. Um, oh, uh, tell Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca Baker, um, <laughs> d- do me a favor. Instant, uh, instant message me on on Facebook. And um, Pedro, can, pretty boy, I see that yes. one. Um, oh, also, or she says, "Are you for hire to castrate their buckling?" <laughs> what the um, hell? Is I'm that? actually going to be castrating two bucklings uh, this weekend. That is going to be the title of this. Way you are, but um, you can have a party. Right. That's, a, that's the I'm title of this bad, podcast today: but... castrating our bucklings. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Tina just said good morning. Oh, Peter, he says that brief moment when the connection acts up, right as JT starts to tell us. <laughs> right. I saw that. <laughs> that just figures. I am just a walk uh, connection problem this right? morning. Um, and then what else we have? Goat yep. vet, Pedro, the outfit. Good morning, John yep, Carroll. Julian, Danielle, Peter, Kevin, Rebecca, Peter again, Tina. Oh, Samantha. She wants to know if people can come visit your farm. Um, so same thing is we have a website. So willowvalleyfarms.org. If you go there, we have a little instant message thing. So just kind of depending on Ch- Chad is the one that hosts all of that. And depending on what his schedule is, we have lots of baby goats. Um on the ground right now and um we got so we um we were gone um we went to go see um oh the new jurassic park and two of the mamas had babies but it was like also uh, i think there was stormy or something anyway the moms got their babies confused and and so so originally they didn't, neither wanted one anything to do with it there's four of them with any of them 
then then one figured out the one, but we actually think they have switched babies. We think that because we know the colors pattern. And so we've kept them together. So now they're so confused that all four babies think they have two moms. And I'm like, well, that's appropriate for Willow Dog Farms. So. That's, that's perfect for Pride Month. That's too. the brand. Yeah, so they're all nursing off of both moms and both moms because now, you know, it's off a of scent and everything. I think everybody is so confused that the moms are like, oh, go for it. Just grab, just grab a teat. Just grab a teat and hold on. <laughs> hold on. So, so now we're going to have to keep them together <laughs> for a few weeks because I don't want them to get separated and then get confused again. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we were bottle yeah. feeding one for like three days until she finally accepted him. And now he's just been like hitting it everywhere he can find one. So there you go. That also well, would be like, a good title for the podcast. Wherever, but... I got a, I got a whole bunch to choose from here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, all right. So, Hey, real quick, I was just going to throw out there. Uh, speaking of pride month in particular, or in, in particular, in particular, well, whatever, uh, Omaha union, union, Omaha, sorry, soccer team. They're playing and pride night is this weekend. Uh, Yay. So if you get a chance to go out to a soccer game, and I always say it, um, and I know if you haven't been to a soccer game, you're, you're going to be surprised if you weren't, you know, like brought up around it. You don't know much about it. Um, you're going to love going out to a soccer game. I know it's supposed to be hot, but it's in the evening um, and they've got plenty of places for shade and lots of good stuff to eat and drink. And it's just a fantastic family, family night. So if you get a chance, check them out. Thank you, guys. CWS. Woo. That's right. Downtown's going to so be lit, excited. too. Um, and that, too. We'll be talking more about that. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, all right, you guys, thank you for watching. If you watch us on YouTube, Facebook, um, or Twitter, um, if you didn't, then you need to. You missed the feather. Right. <laughs> missed the feather. Yeah, you can go check out our Facebook page because you'll be able to see the feather. Oh, my gosh. Uh, otherwise, uh, rate, review, and subscribe to our show. Thank you very much for listening. JT Podcast, a Huda Media Production.